And welcome, everyone, to the Circle of Bait Championship on the Line podcast, MMA episode, still number 11. This is a recap for UFC 267, the host of Devious One I can see here with my other hosts, my other brothers from another mother's, because they bring the pain to you, because of the mothers of pain, ladies and gentlemen. And I have Richard and Alex Mares, Championship on the Line podcast. Man. UFC 267 this past weekend, shocking events, especially a shocking win that nobody ever expected. But overall, gentlemen, I'll go with you first, Richard. Did you enjoy that pay-per-view at all? Did you enjoy the event? What you think about it? No, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I mean, Alex and I were saying when you when you texted us and said, "Hey, you know, Glover won," we had a big smile on our faces. I think a lot of people had that like what if moment like oh he might win it and then Jan might destroy him it, it was really a toss-up like even the last show it was hard for all of us to decide who was gonna win it yeah it's just really really I mean a really tough uh, difficult decision so seeing to share a win it just really I don't want to sound cheesy but it really warmed my heart I was like man he deserves it and well Jan I think a lot of us expected Jan you know to do what he did we'll get more into that mm-hmm. but yeah the card overall was amazing I mean it was uh, a really great card yeah Champ, <laughs> what were your thoughts, Champ? Uh, you, you had everything in this card. You had, you know, there was some some good moments. People probably crying, some tears. There was some happiness. There was some sadness into it. Uh, but it was good. I think overall it was a really good card. And uh, I think a lot of people were very happy that Glover finally won. I mean, I don't know if you saw Chuck Liddell's reaction. He was pretty pumped out for mm-hmm. it. So it was cool to see that and just see a guy like, you know, 42 years old. And is a world champion, so like it's it, it's pretty cool. It was probably the best moment, probably, probably maybe of all time. I mean, you could, could I mean, guys like him have been fighting for such a long time, and now he finally won it. I mean, remember the last time when Michael Bisping, he won the title. He was going oh, yeah. for such a long time, and he finally got his moment. That was a great. I agree. That was a great moment for Bisping too. I remember that, and I, I, and I was, you know, he's been, he's never won that title until he finally won yeah. that middleweight. Yeah, I was really happy for him. The same with Glover here. I, I was really yeah. happy. It just shocked me, that's all. But we'll get into it in a moment. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Since we didn't do our typology, ladies and gentlemen, because we were all busy. And <laughs> obviously, this past <laughs> weekend, we had Alex and Richard. They were hosting They were hosting an event uh, for, and what was it, the kid? It NSXW, right? That was the event? What was the, uh, uh, NS, NSPW. NSPW, that is right. So they were hosting this past weekend. Uh, you'll be seeing that on, on their YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe to their channel and check out the vlog because that's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see it. You know, we had Richard doing interviews backstage, and we had Alex announcing the matches. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing that vlog, so stay tuned. Write the description right below. Subscribe. All right, let's get into the main card. Let's go with the first bout in the light heavyweight division. We had Magomed versus Volkan, and, of course, Magomed won by unanimous decision. And, of course, uh, I'll start with the chat. I'll take it back to you. You chosen the second-round TKO. Your thoughts about the fight? Yeah, I just knew uh, – I, I just thought – because Mongolian had a few knockouts coming out before this fight. And, uh, you know – and then I should have had considered, you know, have some consideration for Vulcan because Vulcan is a very tough guy to put out. Vulcan is a very tough and a very experienced fighter. Um, but I just knew Volkan, you know, is already having a few losses in a row. Um, in his record, he's been having some losses and, you know, up and ups and downs. 
And uh, yeah, you know, we don't know what's next for Volkan. I mean, he was a guy that, you know, was 3-0 and and then fought for the title really fast in his career. And now, you know, he's losing to guys and we don't know what's going to happen with him. You know, who knows? He might get released. He might go to maybe Bellator. Maybe <laughs> you just never know. The, the I mean, road like to Bellator or PFL, right? <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. You know, no. some guys are happy over there. Making, they're probably making more money. Some of them are making way more money than, than they were in the UFC. Um, but, yeah, you know, I always like Volkan. He's always been a very interesting fighter. But it's just recently he just has not, you know, got himself together and getting these wins. And for Magomed, you know, we're going to see what's happened next. Who's his next fight? And, uh, you know, he looked really good against Volkan. Took a really – he beat a tough veteran. And, you know, would it be surprising to see him face one of the top five guys, maybe top five, top ten. And, uh, yeah, so maybe you might see him closer to the title picture pretty soon with him. Absolutely. All right, let's go with Richard. So you chose, you know, by decision. So this one goes to you, brother, because even though you we're going, we're going based upon the choice. So I'm going – so Richard got this one. So this one you have, bro. Take it away. <laughs> the floor is yours. Of course I did. I knew it all along. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Um, no, like Alex is saying, you know, I think Alex said it perfectly. For Volca, maybe everything happened too soon for his career. I think he only had like three wins in a row, and then he got the shot at the championship right away, and everything happened too fast. After that, he lost two in a row versus uh, Anthony Smith, who was on fire at the time. So maybe they happened, everything happened too soon, and now he's trying to kind of rebuild his career. But like Alex said, he wins two, then he loses two. He wins one, and he loses Well, You can't do that, especially in the lightweight division. I mean, right now, it seems like Alex and I were talking lightweight division at this point. I hope Glover keeps the belt. It's not to a point where, like, people are just passing the belt. <laughs> you know, I can see that. You know, he's a contender. We have Jerry uh, Prozaga, I think. That's, I can't pronounce his last name. But Jerry now is in, in the title picture. Now you have uh, Magomed in the picture, too. He's on the hot streak, I think, of, what, six wins in a row. He lost his UFC debut. And ever since there, and ever since then, he's just in a terror. So, like, he just made proved his point that, you know, he could be next. I think he should be next, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this fight, yeah, I did not, you know, Volkan, I, I agree with you both. I don't know where's his career going after this. Uh, yeah, those those two losses, I mean, this one, especially being a second loss, does hurt him. So I don't know. He needs to go back to, you know, back to the board and figure it out what the hell's going on. Because, yeah, losing twice in a row like this, no bueno. And especially, I mean, you know, by decision, uh, one was, you know, the last one he got knocked out. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, needs, he really needs to either change change coach or either, you know, figure a different game plan because this is whatever he's doing by far is not working and it's not benefiting him at all. I'll tell you that. So, right. Now let's get into the second one, the welterweight bout. Ling Jingyang versus Kamzan Chimavid. Oh my God, man. I just want to, I'm going to get this out of the way because I was like, okay, I know I, I lost that one for sure. Because we all went, <laughs> we all went, you know, that one I went with Ling, you know, by decision. Did not expect Kamzan to dominate and dragging also. I picked him. I know, I, I know you did. I'll, I'll, I'll get to you, Jeff. Hold on. I'll, I'll, let me I'll get to you, Jeff. Just don't say all of us because it wasn't. I, I'm not oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Just only me, Richard, and I. Okay. But did not expect you, you know, Chimo is to carry Ling to Dana White. Look, look yeah. what, you know, and then, bah, 
and then just submitting him in three minutes, you know, under three minutes and 16 seconds. What, 316, by the way? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, I was expecting Ning to put up a fight. He did not. This was very disappointing to see Ling go down like that. And I got to give Congressman what credit's due. You were off for about a year. And you haven't, you know, you just came back from recovering from COVID and coming back this strong, well-deserved. And I think he deserves that. He deserves that win. So I, I'll give it to him. But did not expect him to do that at all. I, mean, I, I expected Ling to do better. He disappointed me on this one. I he, he definitely needs to go. He needs to go back to the board and like, where did I fuck up? Yeah, you fucked yeah. up big time. You let your ego get the best of you because you guys were posing. Ah, God, ah, I was almost <laughs> seeing this whole damn time. I'm like. Nah, forget about it. All right, Rich, I'll take it to you. Your thoughts about that fight? Uh, you know, you said it, you mean, you said it was a disappointment, you know? I mean, Lee was pretty much on the verge of going top 10. If, if I'm not mistaken, I think, I believe he was number 11. So he yes. was right there going top 10. I mean, he's had a long, lengthy career with, uh, you know, what, 16 wins, 17 wins, a few losses. So he's come a long way, and this is his chance to, like, kind of shut down all the doubters and coming in at top 10 and kind of shutting up the hype show. But Kazma uh, is not hype. Now he realize how good he is. And a lot of people are thinking, oh, he's getting that Dana White treatment. He's getting tossed some guys he should be, kind of, like, you know, comparing to Sean O'Malley and Sage Northcutt at the time. Like, oh, he's just – he's Dana's boy. But he just proved that if he can back it up, which he did with, like you said, three minutes, 16 seconds. And while doing it, he was talking to Dana – and talking trash, you know, I mean, what else can you say about him? I mean, he's easily now, well, he's going to be number 11, and then he'll jump up to the top 10 pretty soon after his next win. So, I mean, he's the real deal right now. Absolutely. For sure. Oh, yeah. Champ says you got this win. The floor is yours yeah. on this one. Yeah, I expected this to happen. I mean. <laughs> you chose decision, by the way. You see, you didn't choose by knockout or yeah, submission. Yeah, hey, but I picked the right winner, though. That's okay, all I'll, I'll give you that. You picked the right winner. Um, yeah, I just knew his his wrestling, his takedown, uh, takedown abilities were just going to be a little bit too good for, for Lee. Um, yes, Lee is very experienced, but when it comes to uh, grapplers, I think this is the best grappler he's ever faced in, throughout his whole career. And I just feel like he, just was, he wasn't going to have an answer for it. Um, you know, and, and Cosmo's so good too when he takes you down. He looks for like the submissions already when he takes you down already. He's already he's already like two moves ahead of you, what you're already thinking already. Like he's gonna go half guard, he's gonna go full mount, like he's already, you know, he's already know what he's gonna do before he takes you down. And uh yeah, very confident, very confident going into Dana and saying that he could beat everyone. Even he even mentioned Brock Lesnar. I mean, oh, it's, just, yeah. it's just he's being very, very confident, uh, very cocky. But, you know, Dana likes guys like that. Dana likes guys that are very – I mean, look. Look who's, you know, like Connor and guys like – you know, he likes guys that are very um, cocky and very confident. And who knows, this guy, this guy might be the next star for the UFC. Um, if he keeps winning like this and dominating, this guy could be the next star for the UFC. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Um, you got guys already calling him out already. So we're gonna see, you know, and I want, and definitely, you know, I want to see these guys, guys like Kim, guys like Islam. I want to see these guys face real, real grapplers, real wrestlers. Because let's be honest, we haven't really seen these guys face a real grappler. Same thing with, you know, you can say something about Khabib. You know, yeah. they never really faced real top-notch wrestler or grappler. These guys mostly face guys that are more strikers. 
So hopefully in the future we, we can see that face a real real wrestler, a real grappler, jiu-jitsu, and, uh, and then we can decide if these guys are the real deal. And uh, hopefully in the future, you know, we can see that. I uh, definitely. I think yeah. I think with this win is and I should move him up in the rankings. Should be now in the in the rankings. He's not in there at all. But this this win should definitely elevate him to be at least in that in the top ranking 10. system now. Yeah, top ten or at least eleven or at least eleven. You know, yeah. to, you know, drop lane to the, you know to fifteens or you know, but put him at eleven should be. He should be there. So uh, you're right about that. Him, imagine him against Usman. That would be I mean, that'd be great. I and Usman is really good grappler, and, a good, and his strike keeps getting better. So match with these two, oh man! Oh yeah, but I still feel like you know his return, great return for him after over a year of being hiatus. You know, yeah. Um, hopefully he wins, I, yeah. he wins an, at least another fight or two. Then we are able to speak. Okay, now Discussion he's ready for that. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's now move on uh, to the heavyweight bout. We have Alexander Volkov versus Marcin Tiberia. Of course, we all chose Volkov, Volkov by, well, Alexander Richards chose by decision. I chose by knockout, so that didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen, but I, uh, I can just say this this fight, honestly, was mad to me. I mean, honestly, the whole, the whole three rounds, Volkov dominated, man. Um, Tiberia had no answer. For, for Alexander, my opinion. He didn't have no answer at all. Uh, I feel, you know, I don't know what's next for Tiberi either. I mean, shit. But Volkov, man, he's, you know, he's someone to look at, you know, and I, especially in the heavyweight, you know, division. So, ah, I just didn't, didn't I just, I was expecting Volkov to dominate early, but it, I, you know, it was okay. All I can say is I wasn't really. Too fond of the fight at all, to be honest. It was, it was like okay, at least, but it just like Volkov dominated the whole damn time. It was really no answer at all for for Tiberia, in my opinion. Take it back to you, champ. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I think Volkov is just very, very experienced. He's a veteran, and uh, he used his uh, his experience to win this fight. Um, you know, he's a guy that you know a lot of people forget. He was a former Bellator World Heavyweight Champion. So, you know, he's fought the top guys in Belton. He's fought the top guys in the UFC. What top you know? guys? <laughs> he's fought top guys. There's top guys. Yeah, because Fedor is there. It doesn't mean it's a top her. one, bro. I'm just going to ignore your comment. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue with this. So, again, Volkov. Um, yeah, uh, very, very experienced and uh, very good striker. His wrestling is getting better, um, too, and he's, he's becoming – a very well-rounded martial artist with good wrestling and also good striking. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's a top, he's a guy that's – he's, like, he's there, but not to the title yet. Like, he's up there top five, you know, top eight. Like, he's there, but, you know, he loses every time when there's, like, a number one title fight. Like, when he fought Derek Lewis, like, if mm -hmm. he would have won that fight, he would have got a title shot. Yeah. So, like, he's always been, like, very, very close to getting a title shot. So maybe if he maybe wins one more, maybe he could be in discussion for maybe a title fight. Mm. Okay. Richard. No, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. You know, he, he he's going to be very close. I, I could see him getting a shot really soon, maybe within the next year or two. Um, like Alex said, he just, his skill, I think he's had over like, what, 40 fights. So, I mean, he's been around and that helps. So maybe he's, 
he fought some, you know, great fighters. He's beaten, you know, Fabricio Verdum. He's beaten Alistair Overeem. Uh, I think what helped him is just the amount of fights he had. I think he had, you know, a lot of competition in his life that really helped him to beat someone like Marcin. Marcin's a tough guy, but, I mean, like we talked about the last show, yeah, he has a streak, but, I mean, he beat Walt Harris. He beat Greg Hardy. He beat Rothwell, but they're not – they're not Volkov, pretty much. Alexander is just, I think, levels ahead of them, uh, all with all due respect. And Volkov showed that. Like you said, he showed down every round. He did what he had to do to get the win, and he did it with ease, pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, it shows that he is in that championship level, and he might be soon. He was a former M1 champion and a former Belter champion. All he needs is that UFC championship belt. So I could see him getting a shot very soon, even if he fights gone. I mean, he did fight gun, and it was it went to the distance of five rounds. Something Lewis couldn't do either. He did yes. get knocked out of Lewis, but he was beating Lewis too until he got caught. So he's right there. I mean, he's like a pinch away. So hopefully we see him soon. I I, I just want to see him at least get a title shot. Agreed. I'm a with fight you between him, a fight between Volkov and Stipe would be really good too. Oh, yeah. That would, be, that would make sense too. That would, that would make super sense. I agree. Damn, that would be a badass fight. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> now, speaking that I love, of course, my boy, my guy, of course, the one who won, the boy, a boy blue. <laughs> and of course, Islam Makovic defeating Dead Hunker by submission in the first round. It's funny that we all chose decision, but, you know, because we, we would have expected Dan to put up a fight. Especially, you know, we talked about it last, you know, last week about, uh, you know, the length size. I think he should have done something. But, man, but honestly, and I'm just going to get this my out of the way, it's just, I see Dan Hooker bye-bye. Bellator now or, or oh, TFL, really? I'm sorry. This made him, this, this was a very disappointing performance for him, in my opinion. He, he, did, he did not... Put it like this, he didn't put not much pressure on Islam on the ground. And Islam figured him out so quick. And, oh, my God, when he stretched his arm, like, it looked like it was going to break. Like, ah! It just looked like it. I was like, oh, I cringed for a minute. But then I'm like, Hooker, you got to tap already. Just tap already. And he did tap out in, in, on their two, in two minutes and 25 seconds in the first round. Um, awesome performance. I think that was a great performance for him. Um, and now, you know, straight off. Telling Dana right there, look, I'm tired. I think it's about I have been winning nine fights in a row. I'm in a nine win, win, winning streak. It's about time that I get my shot at the lightweight you know championship. I, I think I agree. I think it's about that time for him to get his shot now. Because he even caught he said it even in the post conference, like I'm sick and tired of putting the same people over and over and you know in the same car for the light, you know, lightweight title. Stop shaking your head. No, you better you better hold your horses, buddy. You'll get your chance. Title shot. Yes, he does. He does deserve a yeah. title shot. What he do you doesn't. mean he doesn't? He does. He beat Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker is not a name that you get a title you, shot. We all picked it <laughs> by decision. I get it. I get your point. But you're putting you're okay. You want to talk about Dana's boys, right? Well, here you go. You're giving him fucking. You're giving him easy fights, in if that's the case, fine. Okay, we have him now. At number five overall in the rankings. Yeah. Okay. Right you know, fucking make make up fight Darush. Yeah. Darush. Yeah. Or you know, why not? It booked. I think that. it's a dangerous fight for Islam. I so what? 
I think he's ready for that. I think Islam is ready for that. Because Darush is, is a really good grappler. Oh, good absolutely. absolutely. He's, he's, I think, you know, Darush is all over, hands down. Standing up but Darush, I don't think Darush will fight him, though. I think he's going to wait for a title. I don't think he wants to fight him. Well, I, I don't know. I think Islam is about his time. I think, you know, we'll get into, you know. It's not his time. I yes, mean. it is. It's his damn time. What about Gucci? What about Chandler? What about Well, we guys? still we're gotta wait for that one. We, we, we haven't even talked about that. We'll talk about the next episode for that one. We'll talk about that one for sure. Those but, guys, but I'm, all I'm saying is those guys are ahead of Islam. In I, line, in the line, if there's a line, they're ahead of him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's, yeah, I agree with that. Yes, they're, in, they're ahead of him. Of course they are. But look at Chandler, how you put him right away. Chandler just really had a second fight and he lost. Why is he up in the top, in the top but five? But he's not Chandler. Chandler was dominating before he went to UFC by winning the world title. Yeah. And he has a name. I, I he get has that. A name. I get that. I get that. But <laughs> see, this is where I think Islam should be around at least the top five, which he is number one. But I, I mean, over that three or yeah, four, he I should think, be yeah. there. But, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see on that. But I'll take back to you, Richard, and your thoughts about the fight. Yeah, no, I mean, look at the rankings right now. I don't like, I, I think he's ranked kind of high, you know. Who is that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really thinking about, I mean, he's up there because he has a streak, and because the other guys don't, like Ferguson, you know, back and forth, and his annuals too, and McGregor, we all know about that. That's why I think he's ahead of them because he has this winning streak. But besides that, if you look at the top 15 ranking, he only beat two of them. And both of those guys he beat are barely ranked. There's one that's 13, the other one's 15. Yeah, Dan, 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 six. Now Dan, yeah, so he jumps up there. But, yeah, I don't – I mean, that, I just think the re reason because he has his winning streak, I mean, it was impressive what he did to Hooker, and I don't think Hooker should get released either. They shows how good Islam is, but I don't think he should get the title shot. I think he should fight at least one more. And I think if he beats the Haryush or he fights a Gaethje, then he gets it for sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I don't think he's next in line. I just think what helps him is his winning streak, and he beat three guys ranked. One was really good was Hooker because he was ranked top ten or top top seven, and the other two guys are yeah are more of the lower rankings. But I, I yeah I don't think he should get the shot right away. I think he should fight one more because Dariush has been kicking ass lately and. That guy is really close. I think he deserves it. I think it would be kind of a terrible thing if he jumps him over. I just, I don't think it's fair for someone like Dariush, what he's been doing recently. Agree. I, know, over, I, I agree with that. Get, but that's why I, I, I would have Dariush in, in Islam fight have, for it. Yeah, that makes sense. That would make absolute sense. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But all right. All right, champ. Take it away. <laughs> uh. I don't think the uh, what I see is Islam will probably fight the Rouge uh, because the Rouge. I don't think they'll put the Rouge Oliveira. Um, no. I just think it's maybe with tickets, and I think with you know people don't know who a lot of the casuals probably don't even know who the Rouge is, you know, and they want a fight that's going to sell. And I feel like with Islam, it makes more sense to put Islam versus uh, Oliveira. Um, I don't agree with it. But knowing how Dana is, Dana likes to grab the guy and, you know, skip in front of the line and, you know, and fight for the title. But then, you know, you could put Islam versus the winner between Oliver, uh, the winner between Chandler and Gaethje, which I think well, that would be a really good fight, too, and make that your number one contender 
and put give the Roos a title shot, but I, I don't see Dana White doing that. No, nah, he um, won't do that. I see more. He's probably going to give Islam the title shot, and then the Roos is probably going to fight the winner between Chandler and uh, Gaethje. I can see that happening too. Mm. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, like, Islam look good against Hooker. I mean, but like I said, Hooker is not a grappler. Hooker is not known for his grappling. He's very well-rounded. I mean, he has decent grappling skills, but he's not a grappler. He's more of a striker. And that's why Islam does so well, because he's facing strikers, just like Khabib did. So, again, these guys, they're not tested when it comes to grapplers. So maybe if Islam fates a guy like maybe Darush, who's a, a, a great jiu-jitsu uh, practitioner and also really good striking, I want to see that. If he could go through that, then I could say Islam is the real deal and Islam could be champion. But right for right now, I, he hasn't, you know, yeah, he submitted strikers. Okay. Can he submit a black belt? I don't know. That's okay. a question that we're going to have to wait to see. Yes, absolutely. We'll have to wait and see. That is for sure. <laughs> All right. Now let's get to the co-main events. And, th and this one we went with our hearts, unfortunately. And I can say this <laughs> for me. I, I, you know you went with a heart too, bro. I did. Yeah. I, I, I went with a heart too. So, of course, Richard won this one for sure because it was yes! my decision. So, that, of course, Richard won that one. Uh, I'm going to give it I think this fight was, for me, fight of the night. I I think Dana White did call it fight of the night at the post-conference, if I'm correct. I don't know if he did. I, remind me. Did he? He did. I think he did. Uh, but this fight was really great. Um, man, uh, first two rounds, I can literally say that. Corey, had, Corey Tangan had, had those two rounds. He won those two rounds. That was his. But where he fucked up, and, I, and I'm pretty sure you guys heard it too, this is what got me upset. What got me upset was... His fucking corner, his coach, telling him, don't hit him the heart. You already won this fight. What the what the fuck? Why would you say that? No. If anything, keep pummeling, keep striking, keep countering. Go in there, you know, and have an answer for that. Counter-strike. I want to keep on telling him, attack. If you want to win all these rounds, if you're going especially by the points, get in there. Don't be scared. Fuck it. Take the risk. And shit, I, I mean, you could tell Yang was frustrated too. He was like, he had they both countered each other. Yang with a kick, and I see in Sanhig, I gotta give him a credit too. He took those freaking hits, and it still was keep on keep on fighting. You know, he got close. He got lucky that the bell saved him. I think it was a third round where he almost about to get you know the team knocked out. But you know, it just. It just it sucks to see Sanhagen. He was so heartbroken after the fight. Like, you know, like, he didn't want to speak. He was just, just got to go back and look at it. If I were you, I would tell your coach, man, either don't ever tell me that again. I would, if I was his coach, I would have known, motherfucker, get your ass in there and win that fight. <laughs> don't be like, oh, you know, don't just hit him. Like, you already got this one. That is bullshit. His coach, I think his, his coaches made the biggest mistake for the, to, to tell him to do that. And, and I think... It would have been a difference maker if he would have continued for the last the next three other rounds. It could have been a different story. It could have been a split decision, in my opinion. And it could have been maybe Santa Higgins if he would have continued to attack, counter as much as possible, get him on the ground. He could have won that by by a split decision. Would have been uh, a questionable one, but hey, I I gotta give where Corey, you know, credits do. He did a great job. Uh he didn't give up, but unfortunately, his I think his you know, 
his his team let him down on this one for making those type of decisions, telling him that. Mm-hmm. So I'll take it to you, Richard. Your thoughts about that fight? Um, yeah, like I, I picked you know Jan because I just feel that his last fights and his record overall was gonna. I just thought he was gonna win. I I just felt that Sanhagen is a tough kid, but I just I just I don't know. It was it was tough for me because I I'm, I did it. Unfortunately, I didn't go with my heart like you guys because uh, I could have too. Because I just felt like, man, he, it's going to be a tough fight. It might be a very close fight. But I think Sang Hagen wasn't going to have enough answers at a certain point. Because the way Jan is, he's so calculated, he's going to come in like a tank. And there's no give up on that guy, especially if only like hey, two losses he has and all the wins he could he could knock you out with a head kick or he could just pumble you, you know, with his groundwork. I mean, the guy has it all. So that's one reason why I picked Jan. And I just felt that, yeah, Corey's going to make it to the five rounds, but I just didn't see him winning. I just felt like he was good enough to go the distance and probably clinch it, like his best chance, like you said, getting a split. And then, you know, you mentioning right now about the corner. I mean, we have there's all so many. Alex and I compete a little bit. I think everyone in either sports growing up, we have seen those coaches and everywhere in this walk, you know, every walks of life saying, you know, trying to play it safe or, you know, you have these other coaches like, you know, go for it, finish it, no, no mercy. So I can see, you know, you maybe you want to play it safe for a championship fight, but you don't want to do that because it's a championship fight. But then look who it is, Peter Yan. Do you really, really want to risk it by getting your head smashed by a head, a head kick or him knocking you out with a right hand? So I could see that too, but Sanhagen will be back. Sanhagen is only, what, 29 years old? He yeah. still has a few years left in his career, a good five, six years left. So I could see him getting shot. He's still young. Uh, he's still learning, even with the Dillashaw fight. And then losing, you know, his last fight before that versus uh, Sterling. I mean, when he's losing, he's not losing to, you know, low rank. He's, le- he's losing to the cream of the crop. Yes. And he's right there. He's cream right of the crop! Yeah. Cream of the crop! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he's, he's right there with this decision. I mean, he's right there a hair away. So he'll, he'll be back. And this is going to help him in really, uh, you know, go back to the drawing board. You know, we know it's cliche, but it really is. I think he'll be back and he'll be better than ever. So just give it a you know maybe a year or two, and we'll see where it goes from there. I just hope he doesn't go down and have a streak, you know, losing. You know, so we'll see. He'll be back. Absolutely, I'm with you 100. percent Yeah. All right, champ. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh my god. Jesus. Um, Like you said, uh, you said like what was it round end round two right? That's when his corner was telling him. Yeah. After that, yeah. So, first off, like, you never say that unless you're winning all four rounds and it's the last round. You don't do that when it's in the middle of the fight. Um, You know, because by you doing that, you're letting Jan recover. You're letting him get a a second chance. And you don't want to do that. If you have him hurt and you're dominating, you stay on him and you keep doing, keep uh, punishing him. Keep making him work. Um, and he didn't do that, and that's one rule you'd never do. You only, like I said, you only do that unless you're winning. Let's say you won all four rounds by unanimously, and then you're going to the fifth round, and you let's say this guy's a power puncher. Then I say, okay, then stay away from him, play it safe. But you don't do that when it's the, after the second round. I mean, that's just not that's not smart uh, from his trainer. So you don't do that. Um, but yeah, I think he kind of he let Jan win the fight. Honestly, he kind of slipped in and let Jan take over. And, you know, like I said, Jan's a very world-class striker. 
and uh, and he got the win. But like I agree with Rich too. Uh, Sanhagen will learn from this, and sometimes not all trainers are right, and you have to go with your gut. And at the end of the day, you're fighting in there, so you're seeing more than your trainers are seeing. So if you think that hey, if I punish him, maybe I I, I got to do it. Sometimes, let's be honest, I think we're rich and I too. Sometimes coaches, sometimes they're not right. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you got to go for your heart. But with this, I think you should win with his heart instead of listening a little bit. Um, but look what happened. He listened to his trainers and he lost a title fight. So, you know, it's, again, you know, got to talk to your team and go to drawing board. And uh, I think we'll see. He'll be back. I agree with that. Um, but Again, he'll learn from this, just like you learn from the TJ fight, and uh, learn from it, and then he'll be back, and I think he'll be back better than ever. So, yeah. I hope so, too. I, I, I really do hope so that he gets back in the title picture. I mean, yeah, I mean, in the rankings right now, while well, he's number three overall, I mean, Dillashaw is now the next one in line to get a title shot between after Jan and Sterling, once they settle that undisputed. Yep. Uh, once they, that's that's settled in, then, of course, I think it's going to be Dillashaw next. Um for that you know, contender shot. And then maybe Corey will probably fight the loser of that fight. He'll probably either, either fight either Jan or, or Sterling again. I mean, and I'm not saying never listen to your coaches. Listen no, to your no, coaches. I, yeah, no, I get that. But, no, I, I'm with you. I, I if it's saying. not working, if that if your get or coach's game plan is not working, then you're gonna have to change it up. No, no, absolutely. I agree. I just hope they does. I mean, I, like I said, like how he said, I'm gonna look at look at the film, see what I did wrong. I feel like he didn't, you know, like I said, he didn't do much wrong the first two rounds. After the third round is where he got a little soft. He got a little tired. Yeah. He looked, you know, he got gassed out. Uh, but but looks like he didn't put, I mean, from my opinion, I mean, I don't know, he teach his own. But I feel like he didn't use all his, you know, his power, you know, all his strength and his, everything when he got in the second round. No, he he strategized very quick. But then also I got to give Peter Donald's credit. He switched it around very quick. He just noticed okay, this guy hasn't answered what I'm doing. Now i got to switch it up to the third round, and that's what he did. And he constantly was switching it for the next three rounds, and Jan dominated, took it all over. So, I mean, and Jan is ready to get his belt back. You know, Sterling, I mean, come on, buddy. Stop hiding. <laughs> you already had your fun, you know, partying up with the belt, you know, like, yeah, I want it. Yeah, well, yeah, you want it because – his corner <laughs> messed up, so I think. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, just don't be hiding like a little bitch. Is I'm out. <laughs> oh my god, now. jeez. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry, but I have to say the truth. That's what we do here in Circle Debate. We debate about it, shit. That's what we do here. <laughs> All right, now let's get to the main event of the evening, and wow. What a heck of shocking, you know, just surprise win. As, of course, your new light heavyweight champion, as Glover Glover Teixeira defeated Jan Blakowicz in the second round by submission. And I'm going to say now, Alex, you're still the champ because you took it with the second round with submission. If you're lucky that Richard... If only you would have picked Jan. Hold on, hold on. If you would have picked Jan, Richard would have been right now the new Topology World Champion right now. But unfortunately, you're still the champ. So I got to give you what credit's due. Of course. So 
you know, but but even though we didn't do our typology scores, maybe it could have been different there. Maybe I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We'll figure it out the next one. But you know, I, let me go ahead and just speak about overall very briefly. My my apologies. I want to get it out of the way. Congratulations to Glover at forty two. Man, this this was an underdog story for sure. One last chance in his career. It's either do or die. It's either you hang up the gloves. Or you you have one more run, and this is what he did, and everybody was crying like from Cormier, Nogueira, you know. You mentioned Chuck Liddell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, you know, I was really you know, touch. I was really touched. Like, damn, mm-hmm. well deserved, man. Like, I think it, he deserved it. For me, what shocked me is just how it ended. Um, just seeing, I think that left hook that he gave to John. And I think once he grabbed him in the rear, in the rear naked choke, he, John said here by the neck, I feel like he grabbed him from the jaw. I feel that with that left hook that Glover did, that, you know, that he hit on Young with, I think he fucked up his jaw. I think he dislocated, he did something. Yeah. For him to tap very quickly on it the It almost ground, seemed like a neck crank. Exactly, yes. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I think that's, what, I think that's what, what, what affected him, and that's why Jan tapped out so quickly. Shocked the world, of course, it shocked me. But like I said, I'll give Glover the credit that's due. He deserves it. Congratulations. And I hope you have a good run with it because there's a lot of people looking for you now, buddy. They want to say, oh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire him. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll take it to you, Richard. Your thoughts about the main event? Oh, uh, you know, whoever would have won, I would have been happy with. Because John is a great champion, a great guy, so is Glover. And you're going to have, like, the nicest guys in the toughest sport, which is, you know, funny. Um, but, yeah, you know, when Alex uh, was telling me when, he, when we saw your message when we were talking about earlier, we were both like, oh, shit, I can't believe, like, we could believe it. But we're like, wow, it really happened, especially at 42. And it shows you, like, he just never gave up. And that's why we love that story. And I think everyone loves the underdog story that – you know, he had five wins in a row. And that's what regarding to Volkan earlier. Like, yeah, he got, he came off early with Glover what, winning five five fights in the UFC right away. Then we know what happened. He fought Jones. He lost. And then it took him like a ton of fight to finally get a shot again many years later at 42. So that shows a lot, you know, his determination to say, you know, what, I'm going to get that championship. You know, we know he used to train with Hackleman and Chuck Liddell. And it was a great moment to see, you know, Hackleman in that corner and Liddell, you know, watching at home too, saying that one day I'm going to get that belt just like my mentor did. And he did it. So, I mean, there's nothing much to say than just saying good, great stuff about Glover. And Jan too, Jan will be back very soon. Um, you never know, maybe a rematch, but I think he probably won't get it right away. I mean, like now he has uh, – a target behind his back. Now Glover has many young fighters that want that belt now. And he has two hungry ones right after him that, you know, want to get that belt. So we'll see. I mean, I really, I'm excited to see next year what's going to happen and see if Glover could take it. But you can't doubt him anymore. You can't at, at all. Whoever doubted in the past, yeah, was wrong. Whoever betted against him, you can't doubt Glover. And I think all of us can agree that his best chance was probably to take it to the ground with 18, with what, I think he has 10 submissions under his belt. And he has knockouts. It could have went either way in both guys. It could have been knockout or submission. And he took the smart round, took him down, and went for the rear naked. Yeah, definitely. 
All right, Mr. Tapology World Champion, still. <laughs> Jesus. Not surprised. Oh, my I God. Know. Here we go. You should have um, lied, Ivan. I know. I, I, I don't know why I feed his ego sometimes. But... <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, go ahead, Fedor Jr. <laughs> um, with this one, uh, I was a little ha- – I was obviously, I was happy for Blower, but I was a little, also a little bit sad, too, uh, because with John, I feel like he never really got his respect as champion. Um, he's a guy that won the title. He beat easy. He, he beat Adesanya, <laughs> and him beating Adesanya was going to be the fight that was going to like finally got his respect, and people were going to know who he is. And it was supposed to, you know, launch his career, and it didn't do that for him. So I feel like I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of people didn't really never, you know, gave John really uh, a lot of respect as a champion. A lot of people didn't take him serious. Um, I think a lot of people should have. Um, and I think this fight, if we would have won, people would have been like, okay, now we can take him a little more serious. But now, Glover's a champ, which, again, losing a guy like Glover, it's okay. Glover's a really good fighter. I mean, he's a guy that's very, very experienced, and it's okay to lose to a guy like Glover. If he lost to somebody else that was lower ranked, okay. You know, but, like, Glover is a real deal, and, you know, and he proved it. You know, he has world-class uh, grappling jiu-jitsu, and he made it look easy. He took him down and submitted him. And that's the way you want to finish a fight and win a world title uh, with a stoppage, and that's what he did. Um, and Glover, uh, yeah, again, I'm super happy for him to win to win the title, and uh, we'll see what happens next. If I was him, I probably would have retired on the spot as champ. Um, but, you know, at least let's see how he does if he, if he defends it one time, and if he, does, if he successfully defends it, then we'll see what goes next. Uh, yeah, definitely. The question is, who should be the next one in line? I mean, we have Jerry, who's the number two. Uh, we have uh, Alexander at three. Smith at four. Tiago, five. Dominic at six. I mean, shit. So this could go on. But I want to talk about the last, you know, obviously these, you know, people that I mentioned. So I don't know. Who do you feel? I mean, I guess Jerry uh, is next, I believe so. I mean. Is Jerry not scheduled? Is Jerry scheduled for a fight? Uh, let me double check that, as a matter of fact, since you mentioned I, I thought he was. I think he is scheduled. Um, I will actually let you know him in a brief moment. <laughs> Because I knew he was going to fight Rackage or or Alexander, but I don't know if that's – unless he's not scheduled. Mm, no, he's not, he's not scheduled. I'm looking right now. He is not scheduled as for right now. Okay. Um, yeah, he's not scheduled anytime soon. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know what? He's not scheduled anytime soon. He might yeah. be. Is he? Is he? Let me see. I'm looking at the 269. No. No, as a matter no. of fact, no, he's not scheduled. Yeah. Weird. Very, very weird. But yes. Overall, gentlemen. Yeah. Huh? Who's what? Yeah, I mean, he would be next. I mean, unless if they don't schedule a rematch, unless there wasn't a rematch clause to the contract. Um, yeah, I think Jerry, Jerry would be next in, next in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that'll be a good fight too, because Jerry is very, very dangerous. Yes. Um, he's a very good striker and he has that one punch knockout power and uh could put a guy's away. So I think a fight between him and Tashera would be very, very entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. But overall, man, well, your you know your thoughts about the pay-per-view. You guys enjoyed it and remind you, we did talk about it last week. First time we had a crowd, 
And the crowd was actually pretty wild. You know, it was actually not bad, especially the cheers and the booze. As Bula was there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, Richard I mean, is a very, very big fan of Hezbollah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. But, yeah, so, like yeah. I said, overall, man, with the crowd, what did you guys think? Like, hearing the crowd of cheers and booze. What were you guys' thoughts about it overall with the crowd and the pay-per-view? Abu Dhabi is always a great crowd. I think every time they do an event there, they always the fans are, they always bring it and they're always excited. And I think that's the reason why they always go there because it's very good crowd and they they love the sport over there and it's awesome. So I think it's really good to see that the fans of Abu Dhabi they like the MMA and it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And then I think you, even Islam was like, you know what? I want to come back. If, to get my title shot, I'll come fight here in Abu yeah. Dhabi. I mean, uh, Data was uh, brought up to his attention uh, on the post-conference. And uh, okay, most likely he, he demanded to fight here. So, you know, Data was okay. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, Data didn't talk too, too much. Honestly, it looked like, honestly, it looked like Dana White was not really impressed with the with the Glover win, I mean, it looked. I'm pretty sure he was happy for Glover because they know each other for over ten years. Um, but the fucked up part that I feel like looking at Glover's record and overall his all his fights, why does it take him so many years to get a title shot finally after the first one? Why so long? You know, like why waited for so long? I mean, I get. I'm pretty sure you guys have an explanation for me why, but it sucks that. It took him this many years to finally get it one more time. But hey, I got to get, like I said, once again, he won it at least, though. He finally got his win. He finally got yep. the belt. So I, I can't be, can be hating on it at all. Uh, but overall, what do you guys think? Which is the best? Which one was your fight of the night? Your fight of the night for you overall, like the whole card. So I'll go with you, Richard. Which one was your fight overall? Um, easily Glover. Uh, just because, you know, the win. I mean, that's simple. I, I mean, uh, yeah, easily. Because I was going to probably say Jan because it was exciting. Because I'm, I'm a fan of Jan, but Glover easily, what he did, you know, just a great story. You know, we could talk about it, like I said, all day, but, you know, off to the sunset, you know, carrying that title. So that would be my fight of the night. All right. Champ? So I'm going to separate it. Uh, Glover, for me, best moment. But for best fight, I'll go with Jan and Seth Hagen. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with you the same way. Moment for for Glover, fight of the night was Young and Sangi because that was a heart to heart fight right there. No, oh, yeah. I need to win it. Give me what I want. He almost did, but now, oh, oh, sad Hagen. I believe in you, bro. But don't worry, you'll be back. You'll be getting your title shot pretty soon. That is for sure. So there you have it, this gentlemen. This wraps up for the UFC 267 recap. You will see us back here tomorrow. Again, you will be seeing us back on episode 12 of the MMA Championship Circle of Debate podcast episode MMA as we're going to have to discuss this upcoming Saturday. Another great card. Man, we're getting spoiled here, gentlemen. Jesus yeah. Christ. We're like, ah! We're getting, <laughs> um, yes, a Ned Flanders moment again because we're getting three. Actually, I can say this card is stacked. And, Yo, you know, man. Yes, we will be talking about UFC 268 coming to you live November 6th, this Saturday in New York City, Madison Square Garden, of course. The Big Apple, the main event is Usman Covington 2 
And of course, the co-main event, uh, Rose Namajunas, Namajunas and and Zhang too. And then we also have Gaichin versus Michael Chandler. We have Shane Borga versus Billy uh, Cuaratillo and Frankie Edgar versus Martin Vera uh, for the Ooh, main card. Man, man, this is going to be tough. But tomorrow we will discuss and give our predictions about it on episode 12. So stay tuned for that. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be joined, hopefully. Um, we're hoping that we'll be joined by Coach Rage and for the one, the director, if he's ready to be back in action, because I know he's back in town. I know you're watching this. <laughs> so that's up to him, depending on his schedule. And of course, we will have a guest on the show as well. Another great MMA analyst that he is like, he loves it and he's He'll be well well fit here in the family here on the Circle Championship on the Line podcast family here with us, especially with this mixed martial art episodes. But once again, do not forget at the end of the video to subscribe right below all to our audio platform listeners. We appreciate you very much for listening and tuning in and for watching as well. And of course, you gotta you gotta follow my brothers here, Championship on the Line, as they provide you the best pro wrestling, MMA, and boxing interviews for you guys and incredible vlogs. So make sure you subscribe to their channel. Also hit that notification button so you can see upcoming interviews and upcoming more events. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you follow them. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is the host of Divis 1 C here with me, Familia. The modest of pain that bring the pain to you, especially, um, Richard, because I'm waiting for him to win a damn belt. For God's sake, you, you, you need to win it. It's gonna happen. Oh, wait, I'll gonna, win one one day. You oh, gotta win it. You gotta. You're like the Glover. You're the Glover score yeah. right here, bro. You gotta win. Yeah, you're the Glover. No, he's score. not. Oh, I'm like Uriah right. Faber. Oh, oh my hey, God. he won a WC championship. He won a they WC don't count. title. So shut your mouth. He won his belt before. <laughs> that WEC is like supposedly like pride. It doesn't never oh, happen. You're, you're right. So like Fedor's titles. I'm out of here. It's the same thing. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we will see you guys on the next one. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back tomorrow.